0: Hi, this is NFL Networks Patrick Claybon, welcoming you to another episode of the Fourth and Out Podcast. It's the best podcast. Well, yeah, I'll say it. It's the best podcast in the world. Because you are listening to it right now. It's in your ears, and you hear me, and I'm telling you it's the best. You could be listening to any podcast in the world, but you're not. You're listening to the Fourth and Out because. Well, the universe has decided to give you this, this opportunity to hear a fantastic podcast. So continue on the path that might be on and enjoy the fourth and out podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the fourth and out podcast with me, George Evans. Joining me this week, Ollie Broom. Ollie, how's it going?
0: How's it going, mate? All good with me. Thank you. How about
1: man. Yeah, yeah. All good. All good. Just me and you this week because uh, our friend Liam's taking a trip to the cinema i mean i don't i didn't realize that was a thing that was done in 2021 but uh you know i'm sure he's having a good back it's all coming yeah everything comes back mate he'll be wearing flares so and um olivia's enjoying herself in spain which i'm very jealous of as well yeah me too me and you mate me and you but um yeah so Obviously, a lot's been going on in the NFL this week. It was Cutdown Day, which is such a good name for a day. So much better than Deadline Day, which we had to endure on the same day. Um, And yeah, a lot of movers and shakers. All the teams made, I guess you could say, questionable moves. And, you know, the waiver wire has been going as well. So I think we should talk about the biggest news probably that came out in the last couple of days that the Patriots have kind of shockingly um, waived Cam Newton and Mac Jones's their starter. Um, what do you make of it all? Yeah,
0: surprising, wasn't it? Um, sort of twofold, really. Um, firstly, Mac Jones being named the starter straight in out of the draft—pretty um, bold move—and he's obviously been doing bits in camp for that for them to make that move. But then also letting Cam go as well. Really surprising. Didn't didn't expect that at all.
1: No, it leaves them quite short in the backup position. Uh, they're left with Jared Stidham and someone else whose name I can't remember so it really is. I think
0: they, they released Brian Hoyer and then re-signed him like straight away
1: yeah I think they did yeah yeah that was the other guy Brian Hoyer but I think that puts quite a decent amount of pressure on Mac Jones now to perform I know from what I've heard in, in training camp and from what I saw in pre-season he's having a lovely old time he's he looks like the quarterback that everyone thought he would be you know he's, he's not a massive uh, a mover he won't get outside the pocket too much but he looks like a, an accurate passer and I'm not surprised he won the job. It's just a surprise of them ditching Cam, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, going with Mac Jones first, it's been a proper roller coaster for him. He was nailed on to be going to the 49ers, supposedly. Um, he was their guy, apparently, at number three, which never came to fruition. And then he just went down and down the draft. You know, he went past the Broncos. Obviously, your Bears went up to, to get fields. And he just sort of fell into the Patriots' lap. And there was almost that inkling of like, has Belichick done it again? like, is he, is he going to do something with this guy? And that seems to be where all, all roads are leading.
1: Yeah. He looks like how Tom Brady looked, um, at the start of his Patriots career, both, uh, actual looks wise and football wise <laughs> as well. Um, I don't know. You just get a feeling with the Patriots, don't you, that they just luck out on on certain players. And he looks really good in his last preseason game. I think there was I mean, a, on that
0: point, sort of say you make your own luck in some ways. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I guess you could say it's the luck of him falling to the Patriots more than more than anything. They didn't have to move in the draft to to get probably the quarterback that they wanted.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair.
1: Um, and he's been put in. You could argue as well the best position of any rookie quarterback um, because that offensive line in uh, New England is one of the best in the league. He's got, you know, a decent set of weapons now that Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry and, you know, some other players have have gone in there. They've got a defense just bringing back a lot of players um, from 2020 after opting out. I mean, even with Trey Lance and the 49ers, I I can't think of a better place QB than Mac Jones and, and with Bill Belichick as a coach as well.
0: Yeah, like they were obviously very active in free agency straight away, straight off the bat, bringing in more um, offensive weapons for what we presumed would be Cam, because he did struggle last year. Um, now that's going go to go to Matt Jones with the keys to the offence. And yeah, I don't think it would be any surprise if, I mean, maybe not long-term, but this season, he's the best of the rookie quarterbacks, whether that's statistically or just to the eye or records-wise
1: however you want to measure
0: it, I don't think it would be too much of a surprise if he if he did have the best season at
1: all. Yeah, I don't think it would be too much of a surprise if he's the most accurate quarterback because he's going to get so much time in the pocket and he's always been an accurate quarterback anyway. Um, but moving on to Cam, obviously MVP from 2015 and it's all kind of gone a bit downhill from there. One of the best dual threat quarterbacks at the start of his career that the NFL's ever seen. What's what's next for him? I mean, surely he'll get a backup job somewhere.
0: Yeah, so much value as a backup, if not a low end starter, I thought. I mean, I know he wasn't particularly productive last season and it was almost like he just knew what you were gonna get and teams were just easy to defend against him. Um I mean he's taken a lot of hits over his career and he has had his injuries, but you know, I, I think he's still got value to a team or a number of teams. I think it was 31, 32. You know, yeah, it's he's still got years years to offer. I, th- I think it's a really big surprise that they let him go after after a year.
1: There's a lot of talk about because of Cam's um vaccination status that he's, he's obviously not not vaccinated and he took four or five days out of practice because of, of COVID reasons and that let Mac Jones have all these reps with the starters and there's a lot of talk about this is what you know, has led to led to this decision and even though Bill Belichick said no to this, it's got it's a massive thing when you're in a quarterback competition and you're away for five days and the other QB's getting reps at the starters, it's incredibly hard to, to come from that. And you know, it's it's another reason why I mean, obviously we think very similar similarly on the COVID thing where we sh- you should get vaccinated and keep yourself safe. But I feel like during the league it's gonna have an effect on a lot of players, like it's had an effect on on cam and it's, I think about Kirk Cousins as well who's who could go through the same thing where you're putting yourself at risk and you're putting your team in jeopardy because you know you're not you're not getting vaccinated
0: I mean there's 32 starting quarterback jobs if you're lucky to be the current holder of one of them I wouldn't do anything to threaten that or give anyone else a look in Yes, you know, it's the possibility of it being a short career is is high enough without doing anything else to damage your, your prospects.
1: Exactly. So, um, just on cam, there's a lot of teams that you know looking for good backups and genuine backups to trade. Teams that come to mind when you think
0: right I sort of thought quarterbacks teams maybe in the hunt for a quarterback, a backup. Um, possibly the Dolphins could upgrade there. Um, obviously, they've been monitoring the Watson situation. Um, Bronco's probably an L set. Um, I mean, Texans is the obvious one.
1: A lot of talk about the Cowboys.
0: Yeah, they did just pick up uh, Will Greer, I think, off waivers.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, but The Cowboys step up from... Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um,
0: I mean, it did sort of cross my mind. And I don't know whether Bridges were burnt or not, but if this had happened earlier in the off-season, would there have been a possibility of him going back to the Panthers? I mean, they are now set with Darnold, which is a move I like, and a, I think a, a good, um, good opportunity for for both teams. But I just wonder if if he could have landed back there.
1: I think the bridges might have been burnt with Matt Rule, because I think Matt Rule was the obviously the coach who who said to Cam that he could leave um, leave the Panthers. I just feel like he's. I think to me, the Cowboys seem like the perfect fit. I mean, do I trust Will Greer as a backup to a quarterback who was injured for? You know, seventy-five percent of last season, definitely not. But you saw, you sort of I think last... in a
0: in a Cowboys offense with so many pass catchers, so many mouths to feed, that then elevates his status as a, a dual threat quarterback. Yeah, and brings the run into play because last year players just defending against the run.
1: Exactly, Um, yeah. Cam was most effective when he was on the goal line, and there's no stopping that guy. He's six foot six, and when you've got a powerful offensive line in front of you, he's pretty much unstoppable. But the problem was getting to that point. Yeah, I I don't think we've heard the last of this. Um,
0: The curious case of Cam Newton, as we call it. Um,
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: I hope he finds a job. Very interested to
1: see where he ends up. Yeah, I hope he finds a job, and. I'm sure he will because he's a, he's a character and he's a he seems like a very good guy, Cam Newton. But get the vaccine, mate. Get the vaccine. I don't think
0: you can put a price on his level of experience
1: either. No, definitely not. And you no, can't put a price on that. MVP. Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. I mean, there's not many more that have been uh, or have done as much as Cam in the last ten years. And no, he'll find a job. No worries about him finding a job. Um so next up on the list, uh, the Saints Packers game has been moved to Jacksonville due to what's going on with Hurricane Ida in uh, New Orleans. So they don't want to play at the, the Superdome, which is completely fair enough. But um, after what happened in in 2020, obviously with the whole season being um, a bit of a obviously a washout, there was no fans there. It just seems like a, a real a real shame for the people of uh, New Orleans that they're going through this kind of Trauma again after what happened in two thousand and five, and and Drew Brees starting his career there, um, with another quarterback starting his career in in New Orleans. It just it's like history repeating itself. It's just sad, I think.
0: Yeah, horrendous. I mean, we haven't seen loads of it on the news over here because of like other things that are going on um, in the world. But like the things I've seen online, just absolutely horrendous. And it seems like it seems to be making its way well up the East Coast now as well. Um, not yeah, New, to York. New York. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, not good.
1: You just feel um, for the fans, don't you, that, that have been through this before, and there's talks that they might get back for the Buccaneers game um, around Halloween, which would be amazing, and being an incredible Wow, oh, that, that long? Yeah, yeah, it will oh. take a long time. Um, but I think in that period, they've got um, a couple of uh, away games um, on, the, on the bounce. Which does, you know, obviously take away a few weeks. And they might have a bye week in between that as well. They've got an early bye. So, but yeah, it takes a long time and it's just it's just so sad. And you're right, what's going on with New York as well, because they've been hit hardest. But for the players, like they're currently having to train in Dallas. So they've been taken out of that environment, again, taken away from their families. You've got COVID going on. You know, sometimes it's hard to look past what's going on with football. Itself, but you just have to feel for these players after what what they went through last year, and now what these New Orleans players are going through through this year. It's tough. It's
0: almost like you just want to focus on your game, and it's just all these external factors. It's just horrible.
1: It is. It is. I'm sure it'll still be. I'm sure they'll still be up for it. They're a good team, and it'll be an amazing game. But uh, yeah, a real shame. A real shame. We hope that gets sorted very soon. There was nice news though that the um, the Saints owner did. Uh, pledge a lot of money to um, the victims and the families of the victims of uh, Hurricane Ida. So, it's good to hear that it passes through football. Alright, I want to talk about my new boy. My new Bay Bay. Do they still use that word? Bay? I don't know. Josh Rosen. Right, I mentioned him on the show there last week. I mentioned him on the show last week. I said, look, it's make or break. He was in the Last chance Saloon. It um, was close to being thrown out. Well, technically someone, was, someone, was, someone was listening. listening. Someone, mate, someone is listening I'm, We're powerful people, I think And um, he, went to, he went to the Falcons He played one preseason game And bang, he's on the 53-man roster It's pretty good stuff
0: I mean, I don't know who their
1: backup was But
0: they've been Rosened
1: no, he's gone, mate He's in the last chance solo yeah, now
0: This is the Josh Rosen show um, I mean, featuring a little bit of Matt Ryan
1: um, Yeah, featuring and, probably and, 17 games of Matt Ryan and a lot of Mike Davis as well. Let's possibly. Possibly, <laughs> possibly a little bit of Mike Davis. But Joe, to me, it's just good to see him get another chance. I don't think like he had a fair shot at, at the Cardinals. I've said that before. He definitely didn't at Miami. And obviously at the 49ers as well. And pretty much wherever else he's been. Uh, Tampa Bay. Well, he never got a chance in Tampa Bay. But um, it'd just be good to see what he can do. Look, if he turns up at the Falcons and he's a busted flush and it doesn't work, then fair enough. His career's probably done. But I think it was way too soon to give up on a, a top ten, top ten pick after three or four years, and having worked in Footlocker, and it just didn't seem fair to me. Yeah, like he might get some
0: snaps, maybe if they're you know blowing someone out or being blown out, he might see the field.
1: And so, well, if Matty Ice does does go down, he's got some lovely weapons to throw to. Big Calvin Ridley, I mean Carl Pitt, Russell Gage, they've got. I mean, you can have a lovely time down there. Yeah, let's have it. Let's go. Let's let go. Have Josh. It. I might tweet him later, actually, if he's on Twitter, <laughs> just to let him know that we're we're his biggest fans on here at the moment. You got to All call
0: right. this episode
1: uh, the Josh Rosen show. The Josh Rosen like, show, like the Eminem
0: show
1: album. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he'll he'll be just as big as just as big as that. I reckon. He'd give it a few years. So you mentioned Mike Davis there. I'm guessing um, you mentioned a bit of Mike because you want to talk about some. Some fantasy stuff after you've kept Mike Davis in our league at the moment. I, I, the, the Mike Davis one to me is, is a strange one, mate. I, it was the only one of yours that I questioned, but go on, okay. give, me, give me a bit of Mike um, Davis. All right, yes,
0: yeah, we go straight in with Mike Davison. I mean, I've got him, got him top of my fantasy list. Um, yeah, do it. Probably not a running back one. Um, I mean, I don't know how you, how you feel about things, but I like to build my team around running backs. Because oh, I'm the
1: opposite.
0: Yeah, the so, guy. Well, with me, running backs are going to get a lot of touches, potentially goal line action, and you know, receiving back. Um, I mean, Kamara last year just unreal, just mm-hmm. racking out the points. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mike Davis, I'm quite keen on him. Um, with Arthur Smith, yeah, in Atlanta. Obviously, a very, uh, re- very Derek Henry centric offense. Previously, I think, yeah, Mike Davis is. It uh, sort of came out of McCaffrey's shadow and performed admirably. Maybe like not so much down the stretch, but I think he's he's in a good place to um, to kick on, lead back. Let's see what he can do.
1: The only thing that I'd say with the the Mike Davis thing is that that Atlanta offense has always been so pass heavy. Because of yeah. the weapons that they've had on on offence and continue to have an offence. And the fact that Matt Ryan is actually a very good passer um, of the football. That would be my only downside and probably why he's running back 28 um, on the PFF chart. I mean, he
0: might be on waivers after two weeks. We'll see.
1: Well, half of my players normally are, to be fair. I mean,
0: I've, I've kept um, Kamara and Aaron
1: Jones. And yeah, you've really Davis, blown, you've really blown up the league by keeping those. Davis
0: Davis is probably going to be in the flex spot unless something goes badly wrong. Um, are, you
1: worry, are you worried about Aaron Jones at all? Because obviously, there's a lot of talk of AJ Dillion getting um, a few more touches this year.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Jamal Williams didn't eat into his share loads, and I think Jones has a lot of value as a pass catcher as well. So you know, I
1: will ride with him until until he says otherwise. Okay. So if I was to ask you now your top five running backs in fantasy. Um from one one to five. Or five one to, to one, five. however you want to go.
0: I don't know I'll go yeah, I'll go five to one. So I'll build build up to a big finish. Um I mean let's just My Mike Davis not in there. That that doesn't have made it sadly. <laughs> no. Um all right, number five, probably um we'll give Saquon another shot at it. Yeah. He's sort of I mean, last year he's probably top two.
1: Yeah, in a um, way, this might feed into our last um episode. It could be Saquon's last chance alone.
0: Maybe. I mean
1: I know that <sighs> sounds is, ridiculous, it, but not
0: necessarily from a talent point of view, but injury wise. Look at Tom Gurley. Yeah, he's had the injury bug.
1: That's it. But yeah, yeah, I'll go with Saquon for now. Uh, Saquon. Uh,
0: Four, Dalvin Cook.
1: Mm. Yep. Good running back. Solid. Uh,
0: Three, Aaron Jones. Just because
1: I really like him. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's absolute bias coming out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, More bias here to Christian McCaffrey. Oh come on! Because he's got
0: a, he's got to prove he's back to full fitness. Yeah, and um, and one. I mean, it's just Alvin Kamara innit? Right, you've right off I've his got... off his six touchdowns on Christmas Day.
1: Right, right. I've got a few bones to pick with this. One, where's Derek Henry? How has um, he not made for, the top five? For,
0: forgotten about.
1: Right, <laughs> poor poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, didn't deserve that after his two thousand yard season. Good God, I'm still breathing from Aaron Jones at number three. But actually, no, keep this going because, you know, people might draft them and, uh, you know, they get a higher ADP. I mean, They've just but, lost
0: all our credibility.
1: So. Yeah, that's true. No, to um, be fair, I agree with four of yours completely. i just just put Henry in there instead of um, Aaron Jones because I think that's the best. One. Obviously, um, do you know what? Fantasy football is, I know it's not really too part of the conversation, but I love fantasy football so much. It's so I mean, obviously, much fun. In-
0: We've got a draft coming up Sunday, so not going to give away too many secrets. I but, gave um, away all
1: my secrets of the weekend to, to Liam when <laughs> I was slightly <laughs> too drunk, and he knows exactly who I'm trying to draft. Um, All right, so I've got top five running backs. Who's your top five receivers? Is I'm guessing that's the way you want to go. Yeah, I, I love receivers. I think that, especially if you've got a clear wide receiver one. So, if, right, if we look at it, I can't, can I count Travis Kelce or am I putting, yeah, I'm going to put Travis Kelce at, at number five because in t- to me, he's still a receiver. I'll put DeAndre Hopkins at number four, um, clear running, uh, wide receiver one. He's going to get so much volume from um, Kyler Murray, Stefan Diggs um, at number three, and then Tyreek Hill at number two and Devontae Adams at number one. I, I, just, I can't see past Devonta Adams not being an absolute beast again. Because, again, he's got... Where you've just got, go-to guy, isn't he? Exactly. Where you've got unquestioned wide receiver ones, and you could argue, obviously, you've got Kelsey, but Hill is that wide receiver one, as in the, the down downfield pace. They just get so many points as long as they stay fit. I mean, easily, Diggs and Hopkins won me that league last year. It, it wasn't anything to do with my running. Well, Henry was good, but... He had, he had bad games, really bad games. and
0: it, I mean, I like to think I might have beaten you in the final.
1: I did, well, I had you a could think that,
0: but you didn't make it. I had a 10 and 3 uh, normal season record. And then the thing was, I was a long way ahead after week one of the playoffs. And then Steve had uh, Calvin Ridley, who had that insane game for about 150 yards and 17 touchdowns or something.
1: Yeah, Calvin Ridley's done unfortunate things to not land on my top five. It was between him or him or Kelsey, really. But um, I can't count Kelsey as a tight end because he just isn't anymore. He's, he's a proper receiver. With what about, um, so obviously he's tight end one. What about, where would you put after him?
0: Would you go Kittle? Would you
1: go Waller? Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller was a, a monster last season. And again, you look at the Raiders, they're throwing to Waller before anyone. Cause, not just because of the size of him, but because they haven't got anyone else to throw to. You've got Henry Ruggs and you've got, well, they cut John Brown. Um, so Smokey's, yeah. Smokey's out of the building.
0: I might, I might um, draft him because he's going to end up somewhere.
1: It, it will, <laughs> surely. I'd have taken him at the Bears, I'll tell you that. I'd have absolutely. Yeah, I I'd, I'd really like John it. Brown. I
0: think he's a, he's a, he, he won't be a wide receiver one, but for some team looking for a change of pace guy on the outside, that's like, a fine pick-up.
1: Go get well, him. If you'd have offered me John Brown or Brashard Perriman, who we did take, then give me John Brown all day. I do not want a player who got cut, uh, cut by the Lions. That is <laughs> far from ideal. He is wide receiver 410 in fantasy or something ridiculous. That's just in my books, not, not for real. But yeah, Waller, definitely at the Raiders. And then I know you're so a Kittle guy, obviously. Yeah, yeah. well,
0: I mean... I can't keep him because I can't afford it. I tried cooking the books and can't do it in the budget constraints. Um, so yeah, Kittle's back on the open market in our league.
1: The only thing that puts me off a Kittle, and I'm sure I'm not the only one here, the, injury, the injuries last season. Um, they have faded him for that reason. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, it was a tough one and... Look, again, when he's when he's on the field, he's the first person you look at when you're you're Jimmy Garoppolo oh, no yeah. or Trey Long. Yeah,
0: I, as a player, I really, really like
1: him. Yeah. And I
0: hope
1: he has a good season. Um, okay. Not, know, not if he's on my fantasy team. But not,
0: not for fantasy purposes.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, Some other ones that I really like tight end-wise, Logan Thomas uh, at Washington, um, I think is a, a, a brilliant option in fantasy. Um, he just got better and better last season. And um TJ Hawkinson at the at the Lions. I think I've said that before because they've got nobody else to throw to. Um other than my sleeper. Amon Ra St. Brown. He's getting hyped I'm up the... everywhere, by the way, Ollie. People are listening yeah, to the podcast. I've seen that. He's everywhere, mate. He was on the Around the NFL podcast, you know, getting hyped up by this guy. Um, you know, he's getting, I swear he's gonna blow up. Also, I shouldn't be giving away all my fantasy tips, but I'm gonna give away one more. Um, with Mike Thomas on the on the pup list, which we'll get onto in a minute, Marquez Calloway at the uh, at the Saints. See, I had this guy.
0: Mate, this guy.
1: This guy. Don't, <laughs> worry, don't worry, no one else will listen to this. This fine.
0: <laughs> I had him as a deep, deep sleeper, mm. and all of a sudden he's caught two touchdowns from Jameis in pre-season, and now everyone wants a piece of him.
1: Mate, there's a fight in uh, New Orleans to be wide receiver one now that Thomas is is out of the building for six weeks. So yeah, why not? Why not give it to? Yeah, you know, make your, make yourself a name. It's it's either him or little Johnny Jones or whatever his bloody name is. <laughs> little Jim, I can't remember what I can't remember his name. <laughs> but it's, it's, it began with little, so he's got no respect from me.
0: Um, I give, give you one one more name. Um, yep, divides opinion a lot on Twitter actually about.
1: Um, Najee Harris I I think you're a big fan but I'm a huge fan huge fan of Najee Harris I watched quite a decent amount of college football and he played incredibly well, he's a brilliant running back Um, I like the scheme that he's gone into in in Pittsburgh I think that division more than any division is a run first division I think you have to for the way that they play, Um, especially when you're coming up against the Ravens with cornerbacks that they have Marcus Peters and, and Marlon Humphrey. You have to be good at uh, running. Um, and I, I just think he's going to get so many touches. So many, He's got no competition in, in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, like quite excited for, to see him. My only question mark would be about the offensive line. Because we just don't know what it's going to be like. And it it might be really good. Probably not.
1: Um, but that's where you've got to earn your money as a as a runner. You've got to look for you've got to look for lanes. All right, yeah, you you need the offensive line to sometimes blow you a hole open, but you've also got to bounce off people. You've got to, you've got to turn. You've got to, you've got to make those yards as a as a running back. And that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna get your success. Is he um, one of your
0: targets or is that classified information?
1: No, I like the G Harris. I I'm going to go for a bit in the G Harris because um, it's just because of the volume he's going to see. You know, if you're picking running backs in fantasy, you want... Well, if you're picking running backs in fantasy, you want two things. You want volume, and you want them to be pass catchers as well. Unless you're Derek Henry, who's just going to give you pure volume. But that's enough. And that's why, as you said earlier, Alvin Kamara is so good. That's why Christian McCaffrey is so good. Saquon's so good. You know, Ezekiel Elliott as well, who we didn't mention earlier. You know, they're all good pass catching backs. James Robinson's another brilliant pass catching back. You know that's going to get a lot of volume. Um, and these are the guys you're looking for. It's not just about the run. It's about you can catch out the backfield and make explosive plays. And I think Naji Harris is, is one of them.
0: Yeah, so one thing I was monitoring last season, I mean, you said like Henry's not really a pass catcher. But um, I'll just give you a little, little betting tip here. Mm. Every, every week, his odds of receiving yards, like the over-under, was like 7.5. He's only got to catch one pass, yeah, and, and that, that's a winning bet. I'm going to be backing that every single week.
1: That's a great shout. The only problem I, I foresee with that is with them um, adding Julio Jones to AJ Brown. They've already got two, you could argue, of the best receivers in the league.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just one, one play that goes wrong, and he dumps it off to Henry, and Henry makes something happen.
1: True. Yeah, very then, true. Then, then, then you're there. Let's talk, actually, yeah, it's a good point. Let's talk about um, just quarterbacks when we finish on the fantasy stuff because quarterback sleepers, we all know who the best quarterbacks are, but a, a couple of quarterback sleepers that, that I've got, um, Ryan Tannehill. No, no one seems high on Tannehill. I've got no idea why. Cannot work yeah, that one out. Adam,
0: Adam, he was really good last year, apart from the two weeks that I played him.
1: Really good, he and it. he's got more weapons. Yeah, like him. I mean, absolutely love it. Matthew Stafford, no one's talking about Stafford, no idea why he was so good on a terrible Lions team in terms of volume of, uh, volume of yards and touchdowns. Now give him Robert Woods, Cooper Cup and a decent scheme that guy's going to be throwing for so many yards and touchdowns they're two of mine anyway that, uh, I like
0: I don't mind two
1: yeah no, don't mind two at all
0: yeah, I think with a full off season, um, more time to learn, more time to grow. Do not mind him at all.
1: Joe Burrow, another one. I mean, with that receiving core, if he stays healthy, you know, he's going to get that. That Bengals team is going to get a lot of points. They'll have a lot of points scored against them, but they'll get a lot of points.
0: I mean, take the over on total points every week in that in the Bengals yeah. games.
1: That, that, <laughs> honestly, absolutely. They're, especially in the division they're in. You because know, 'cause they're against some really good offenses as well, and really good that division division is stacked with good receivers as well. It really is. Other than the Ravens, I don't think you have too many. The Steelers have got at least three good, really good receivers. The Browns have got at least two. And Cincinnati have got three. It's, a, oh, it's such a good division. I love that division. We'll do should we do a best defense as well? Well, you gonna be biased and say the Steelers.
0: Um yeah, probably. Mm. <laughs> No, Colts last season. I had and they like, yeah, they literally won me some games.
1: Yeah, yeah, they did. They were outstanding last year. I mean, um, it's for me, it was between the Colts or the Buccaneers. Oh no, what are you <laughs> laughing at?
0: No, it's just popped into my head where I think, oh, did it go down? I can't remember if it went down as what it went down as fantasy purposes but when rivers for a pick and then was running backwards and just fell over
1: oh god yeah yeah that was bad a really funny image that poor bastard have you seen talking to rivers have you seen <laughs> that interview with philip rivers um when he's doing his high school coaching it is one of the happiest things i've ever seen in my life i've never I seen a man haven't. look so happy i haven't seen it but it, I'll
0: tweet i can, out the I, can I can imagine it it sounds i mean he was always going to do it and I'll just that
1: he's happy doing it because it sounds great. Yeah, he's uh, honestly, I'll I'll tweet out the link later so that um you can see. it. But it's so nice just to see a guy so happy and enjoying his life out of football with really really good stuff. Um, yeah, I think we've given enough tips for fantasy. We don't want to give away everything, do we? I mean, Christ, I mean, you get people tweeting us, oh, who's your sleeper for twenty twenty six? Well, don't know about that, mate. Um, do you want to do the tweet that we were going through earlier. Yes, I'll let you let leave my it. friend.
0: Let me find it on the Twitter machine. Oh um, yeah. At fourth and out pod by the way. Yeah, at fourth and followers.
1: out yeah, we'll get the socials out now. At fourth and out pod and uh, this tweet originally was from at @uknyjets who is Olivia's page and give them a follow as well.
0: Yeah, so good little discussion point here. Um we'll go through one by one I think. So First off, predictions for the season. What's your Super Bowl lineup at this point? One, one week and five hours from the start of the season.
1: Mm, okay, it's a good question. Um, Super Bowl lineup for me is the Browns versus the Rams. At the moment, yeah,
0: I've got, I've got Rams Bills.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: from the AFC side, could be Chiefs, could be Browns.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, that's the thing with the AFC. It's so much more stacked than the NFC. Really, I mean, it was hard not to put the Bucks in, in there again. It was hard not to put the Packers in. I would in go,
0: that. I would go, Bucks, Rams, temperature game.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can see that as well. I just think, in talking to defenses, that Rams defense is going to be a monster again. Um, I, I just like it. I, 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 we said all off season they were a quarterback away from being a really, really good team. They got that quarterback. They've got every other piece pretty much. Um, yeah, I think it'll be. I think a bit of Rams and Super Bowls at SoFi Stadium as well. So, you know, yeah. Uh,
0: Olivia went Chiefs Packers with the Packers getting
1: the W. No, nah. no, no. I'm not just saying that as a Bears fan, <laughs> and obviously I respect Olivia's opinion. But um, I just don't see. I don't know. The, I want to see Aaron Rodgers win it again, because whether it's with the Packers or actually no, I want to see him with it win it without the Packers. But they're a good team, but I think they'll regress from from last year. They won't be the number one offense again, and uh, they'll have some other issues to contend with. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, we'll get into that when we speak. Yeah, in a second, next segment. <laughs> um, First pick
1: 2022? Uh, Detroit Lions. I've
0: got the Lions as well.
1: Yeah, I can't. Uh, see that. I can't Texans. It. The only thing that didn't draw me to the Texans is the fact that I know they're a better team, but they're playing the Jags twice. And so what the basically, these I, I don't
0: think the Texans will be as bad as, as people are expecting.
1: No, I don't either. I think, so, other than the yeah. quarterback situation, which isn't great. And the fact they've got fifty-one running backs, um, the, the the team isn't a complete. Sh- I'll tell you what, put Cam Newton in that team, it makes them ten times better than what they are as well. Um, no, I don't think they'll be as bad as people think. They weren't horrendous last season. They they lost a lot of close games, and yeah, Deshaun Watson's not playing, who who made things made things better, made things closer. But no, I don't think they'll be anywhere near as bad as the Lions are.
0: We'll get um, we'll get Lin to do this next week as well. Yeah, um, yeah, both of us gone for the Lions there, um,
1: underdog. I agree with Olivia's choice here, the Chargers. What I tell you what? Justin Herbert, probably one of my favourite quarterbacks in the league. Um, really improved the offensive line with Corey Lindsley uh, and Rashard Slater as well. Um, so that'll be a lot better to protect him. Um, got some nice weapons in Keen Allen. And Mike Williams, talking of another pass catching back, Austin Eckler, amazing value in, in fantasy at running back 11 or whatever he is at the moment. And the defence is better. You're getting players getting players back. You're getting Derwin James back, who was defensive, player, uh, defensive Rookie of the Year a couple of years ago. Yeah, charges. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't hate it, but I don't really see them as an underdog because I just think they're really good.
1: Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. But I think I I, yeah, we're going on We're going on their record Last year I think that's That's okay. from That's from what we meant on that So
0: I, I went Broncos here. Okay. Um I think they're going to be A lot better With better quarterback play Mm-hmm Like really good defence um, And Like loads of weapons On offence
1: Yeah Getting Cortland Sutton back For the Broncos Is a massive Massive deal And It also then frees up Jerry, du- uh, Jerry Judy To have a big year And um
0: no offence, another
1: one I really like as well. Yeah, really good tie. And, so, they, and they've got, a good, again, they've got a good offensive line. They've got, as you say, they've got a brilliant defence. It's interesting we've both gone for teams in the AFC West who, could, who are playing um, the Chiefs twice a year, but I don't think things will be as easy for the Chiefs as they've been in the last few years.
0: I mean, speaking of the AFC West,
1: um, your next category
0: is disappointment. <laughs>
1: I mean, are the Raiders a disappointment anymore? I mean, (laughs) mean, other than to their fans, I mean, the Raiders, I'll tell you what, the Raiders are the NFL version now of Arsenal.
0: (laughs) So what's disappointing is that that new stadium isn't going to see good football.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I don't consider the Raiders a disappointment or going to be a disappointment because they already are one. Um, Okay. No offense to, to them or any of their fans. I think disappointment, that's an interesting one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Saints and I don't think it's their fault that I'm going with the Saints. I think because of this, the disruption that things are gonna cause at the start of the season, um, and also the fact of of losing Drew Brees and Michael Thomas being out for the first six games and I don't think their defence will be as good, nor will their offensive line. Um, I think it'll be the Saints. I think they'll have a really tough year. and uh, Yeah, obviously, I don't want that. I want them to do well. I like the Saints, but I I think, for me, the Saints will be the ones for me.
0: Okay. Olivia put out the Ravens
1: here. So, are yours the Raiders?
0: Mine's the Raiders.
1: Right. Olivia the the Ravens. Oh, Ravens. That's That's bold. Yeah.
0: I mean... Yeah, why not go for a again? Towel? I
1: like it. Yeah, I like um, it. I, th- I sort of think
0: they're a perennial ten to twelve win team.
1: They are, but I mean, they're saved by their defense again. I, do I look at the wide receivers they brought in and think mm-hmm. they've really improved the situation? Is Sammy Watkins and you know people no? And then the news about J.K. Dobbins is a, a massive blow to that team. You know, Gus Edwards is a good back, but he's a good number two. And yeah, I, I I don't think they'll they'll be a losing team by any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, they'll struggle compared to recent years. But that's because they've been so good recent years.
0: Um, MVP.
1: MVP. MVP. Not the wrestler. The <laughs> definitely not. Me ain't making it. Ah, uh, right, Josh Allen. Yeah, same. Off yeah. the back of my
0: bills for the Super Bowl prediction,
1: yeah, Josh Allen or Kyla Murray for me.
0: I think with Allen, he's improved so much each year. If he can take and it doesn't need to be as big a step, but if he can improve even a little bit more, right, it's, it's
1: going to be ridiculous. That's the thing with Allen now; like, he doesn't have to do much to improve. You know, he's everyone forgets that. Not only is he a, a fantastic passer of the ball, but he's such a threat with his legs. Yeah, you know, it's for a tough some, guy. Tough guy. He's a huge guy. I mean, he reminds me a lot of Cam Newton, and um, yeah, brilliant. He's a fantastic quarterback. Put in an amazing situation. That um, we go back to that trade with Stefan Diggs um, at the at the end of last season. Oh, the, sorry, the season previous to that. And that is a trade that is probably the best trade in NFL history in the way that it worked out for the Bills and the way that it worked out for the Vikings in getting Justin Jefferson. And the, the connection that they had straight away was absolutely incredible. It was always 10 catches a game, pretty much every game. It's amazing. It, that completely, as good as Allen probably was in the offseason, all the work he's done, getting a proper receiver in there has helped him out massively. So, yeah, Josh Allen. Oh, okay, Kyler Um Olivia went my
0: homes, which is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, um, been hearing a lot of good things about that team. Yeah, off the back of their Super Bowl defeat, like just ripped it up and ready to, to come well, they, out swinging.
1: They've really improved the offensive line, and that's what um the fans at Kansas City are talking about. And the coaches, like that offensive line looks solid. And when I caught whatever I saw of their preseason games. Mahomes or whoever it was at quarterback um, was just getting so much time in the pocket which is obviously the opposite of what he was getting in the Super Bowl so yeah if they can improve that there'll be another outstanding team um,
0: Last two offensive and defensive rookies of the year
1: okay. I mean I've already mentioned mine um, So yours is Mac Jones? Yeah Okay um, Yeah I've I don't want to agree with that, but I can't see how it changes. I mean, I—I uh, I mean, you'd think
0: Lawrence is probably the front runner.
1: Lawrence will be, um, be bang on for it. I think if, you know, so will any quarterback, though, Zach Wilson, if he has a good season with the Jets. Um, so will Fields, if he finally starts. So would Trey Lance, if he gets ahead, uh, ahead of um, Jimmy Garoppolo. But because of the situation that Mac Jones is in, as, as we mentioned earlier, um, I think it'll be Jones.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, Olivia went Fields, which is interesting.
1: Okay. Uh, if,
0: if, if he plays, like, yeah, maybe. But it
1: look. sort of depends when he comes in, as we've well said before. Look, definitely. And Fields is, look, we haven't got an amazing um, offence in, in Chicago, but he's got that safety blanket in Alan Robinson, which is a huge thing for a quarterback to have that receiver that you know you can go to at any time, and who's going to bail you out. And... um you know, and and he's a dual threat quarterback. You know, he's he's a four four quarterback. So, yeah, I can I can see it. I think he'll get onto the pitch about week three, week four. Um, so it's it's definitely a possibility. And um, yeah,
0: defensive rookie
1: of the Uh,
0: Quitty Pay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I agreed
1: with Olivia's choice here, Mika Parsons. Mika, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Quitty Pay or Mika Parsons. Or actually, I'm going to chuck another name in there, Patrick Sertain at the uh, at the Broncos, because that guy's been ripping it up. In yeah, few.
0: good good situation to go into
1: as well. Amazing situation. They're, not only their defense; their cornerback room is stacked with people and stacked with talent. I so, mean, uh, <sighs> yeah. Obviously, I'm going uh, on that side because they <laughs> took Carl Fuller from us and we've got no corners. I mean, we've got Jalen Johnson and that's it. We are so thin at cornerback, it's worrying.
0: And it's, it's going to be a professional, as anything. little segue here into something else now. Oh, um, yeah, they could do with giving uh, the Steelers one of their cornerbacks. Because it's come out, I think it was earlier today, maybe yesterday. Uh, Joe Hayden going to play out the season and then test the waters as a free agent. Yeah, saw that. After um, after wanting uh wanting to end his career in Pittsburgh, he's now sort of done a 180 and, and going to see what he can get.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I think obviously Joe Hayden's a very good cornerback, but there'll be a lot of free agent cornerbacks. I mean, just off the top of my head, it's going to be Stefan Gilmore, Carl Fuller, um, and they're two of the best around at the moment. Gilmore, especially, I, I was amazed didn't get snapped up in some some sort of trade. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, if, if that's what Hayden wants to do, then that's what he, he's more than welcome to come to the Bears. We haven't, I mean, we've literally got no one else. But um, yeah, I mean,
0: Steelers might be in a bit of trouble. They're obviously quite thin there already. Lost like Mike Hilton. Um, yeah. Whether they whether they draft there next year or whether it's depending on what happens with the salary cap, that might be an area area they look to go hard in.
1: You've got to look at this. Is where. Uh, coaches really earn their money You're picking up players on the waiver wire as well and developing, in, developing them into better players and cornerbacks especially like it's in my opinion the second hardest position on on the pitch because um you're constantly running backwards you can't see the ball and you're expected to make a play on it you know every single time it's incredibly difficult and especially for rookie cornerbacks you rarely find one that that has a an amazing year but um yeah, I mean, the Steelers got a couple of gaps but cornerback's probably their biggest one along with the offensive line. That's right, mate. You've got left caps have. Yeah, left <laughs> than somewhere. Um all right, so we chucked out Stefan Gilmore's name in there so the PUP list came out. Um so these are players that are inactive for the first I think 5 or 6 weeks of the of the regular season uh, so we've got Stefan Gilmore on there which is a big miss for the Patriots because I think they're pretty Finn at cornerback as well. They have got JC Jackson as they now traded for
0: uh, Sean Wade as well. So they might have known it was
1: coming. Yeah, I think they did. There was, I mean, Wade was never going to get a game in in Baltimore with uh, you know Humphreys and, and Peters. So it it does make sense. But and JC Jackson was really good. He had ten ten interceptions last year. You can't can't really complain with that. But they're pretty thin at, at corner. Um, and another one. Obviously, we mentioned Mike Thomas earlier, so it, it frees up wide receivers in uh, New Orleans, but David Bakhtiari at um, Green Bay, I think, is a huge miss. For yeah, sort
0: of, I mean, on. goes hand-in-hand hand with them losing Corey Lindsley as well. Um, like, Bakhtiari was a massive miss for them in the playoffs. They sort of just got trampled by that Buccaneers defence. Yeah. So, I mean, what that does for Aaron Jones, I'm not 100% sure.
1: I think the bigger problem for Jones is Lindsay going. Um, because he was he was the number one center, or number one ranked PFF center, um, and obviously with him moving to the uh, to the Chargers, that he was the guy that he created holes. He was explosive. He just pushed the DLs back, and um, that might be the issue there. I think they've got a good cover at, at left tackle. I can't remember his name, but spoke pretty highly of. It. I just think Corey Lindsley at, at centers such a big miss. For, for that running attack but look I could be proved wrong and I normally am so you know so yeah uh, another one for us so we got Tariq Cohen that was put on there as well he'd done his ACL week two um, last year it proves how long these injuries go on for though doesn't it you know, nearly a year ago your ACL and just he's absolutely he's, he's a big miss for us another pass catching back that I think we could have really done with as a, a decent um, offensive weapon but Okay, we've got bigger issues than that as well, like Andy dolan um, there you go, mate there you go. do we have anything else to mention on this fine thursday night?
0: that's it good job spin around the league only a week to go now
1: only a week to go yeah, a week today in it really um till the cowboys buccaneers uh I mean, we'll... it's a good job we're not
0: this isn't going out live because there's a
1: NFL 32 on Sky Sports right now. So yeah, good been, point. Being competition wait, with them. Have we we not been asked to do that yet? Oh, that's bollocks. That's proper out of all. They yeah, here as well.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah, I think they're in the waiting room. It was uh, Oh yeah, I won't. Yeah, I'll let them in in a minute. We'll, we'll, we'll finish our chat. But no yeah, only a week. Only a week to go. It's pretty nuts. We'll do a um, preview show uh, next week of all the week one games, um, predictions, and. Yeah, I I can't wait, mate. I don't know about you, but I absolutely cannot wait for next weekend, and to get red zone back and to get football back. And yeah, buzzing. Yeah, exciting.
0: Good times are coming.
1: Good times are coming. So just to run people through what we'll try and do in the regular season, there's one preview show a week, and um, hopefully one review show a week on a on a Monday or Tuesday as well, um, just to see. The action if we haven 't got time, you know we 're busy people Ollie we don 't always have the time for for stuff like this, but we 're trying to incorporate them into one maybe but um that 's the plan going forward, just, just chucking out a load of football um, and again, thank you all for listening so far we 've had new countries this week as well in in Luxembourg and uh, brazil and which is treat. i didn 't know this yeah sorry I forgot to mention it on the uh, on the chat I think we 're up to nearly twenty countries now that we 've been listening we 've made we 've been listening to an attempt for the world. So uh, it's it's not too bad when you look at it like that. So thank you everyone for for listening, and if you ever want to pop up, then um, yeah, at Fourth and Out Pod, we'll be more than happy to um, accommodate you. Tweet us, you. Tweet
0: us your uh, season predictions.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, and uh, we'll try. We we'll, we will be more active on Twitter now that it's um, the end of the off season, and hopefully Liam and Olivia will be back for us next week as well. If Liam's done at the cinema um all right so i think that's everything ollie thank you for joining me mate
0: nice one mate i speak to you sunday for our draft
1: yes speak to you sunday and thank you all for listening